From the Epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Brethren, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no better than a slave, though he is the owner of all the estate, but he is under guardians and trustees until the date set by the father. So with us. When we were children, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe, but when the time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So through God, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir. From the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, chapter 2, verses 33 through 40. At that time, Joseph and Mary, the mother of Jesus, marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years from her virginity, and as a widow till she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. To have the sanctuary lamp burn in memory of a loved one, we ask you please to contact the parish office. Uh, There will be a blessing of chalk and epiphany water next week at the Saturday Vigil. Um, That chalk and water will be available, um, presuming it's not all taken by then, uh, for the Masses that will continue often or continue following. Uh, We will have Mass, uh, an extraordinary form Mass, for the Feast of the Epiphany on January the 6th. Uh, And so we'll do that blessing then as well. Um, to be able to provide for, for additional chalk, additional water. Uh, we do ask that if you, would, if you would like some of the water, uh, that you would bring your own holy water container. Uh, we have a 10-gallon tank, but not all the, all the bottles for every family to take home. So we invite you to bring uh, a holy water of container of some sort to be able to, uh, to receive of the, the gift of the Epiphany water then. We ask you please to continue following the guidelines issued by Bishop Duca for the wearing of face masks during public gatherings. Our Mass is being offered today for Richard and Barbara Juno. And as you enter the church today, if you didn't pick one up already, I would encourage everyone to pick up on your way out some of these prayer cards to St. Joseph, little novena cards to St. Joseph. It is the year of St. Joseph. Um, And so on every single Wednesday, as well as on the 19th of every month from now until December 8th, 2021, 
A plenary indulgence uh, can be gained by offering this prayer or another approved prayer of St. Joseph together with the usual conditions being, uh, re- being the reception of Holy Communion, uh, making a sacramental confession within 20 days before or after that particular day, uh, praying for our Holy Father's intentions, and having complete detachment from all sin in one's own heart. So I'd encourage you all to pick those up and to pray with those. Uh, one of the indulgences that is also offered in addition, to, uh, in addition to those is the praying of the prayer on the Feast of the, of the Holy Family, which in the extraordinary form is still a couple of weeks off, uh, but today is in the ordinary form, the Feast of the Holy Family. So if you'd like to pray that, uh, certainly the, uh, I think the law of the church would provide us an opportunity to, to gain the graces um, Maybe twice over. Maybe it's an extra blessing there. Uh, so we can celebrate the Holy Family twice uh, and get extra graces from our Lord through the intercession of St. Joseph. As said today, in the ordinary form, it is the Feast of the Holy Family. But for us, in the extraordinary form here, we celebrate today the Sunday in the octave of Christmas. Rather than to, to already uh, kind of move to transitioning of the looking at the Holy Family, we look first at the fruits of the incarnation of our blessed Lord in what we've just heard in our holy readings. We hear about the effect of Christ upon humanity, that in Christ we are adopted. St. Paul, writing to the Galatians, puts it rather bluntly, a child has no say whatsoever. He has no claim as long as he is a child to that which is, uh, ought to be his by inheritance because someone else is still over him. His guardians are still watching over him. He's not old enough to secure it for himself, not mature enough to receive it. In a similar way, none of us have a natural right or a natural claim to union with God. None of us by our own can simply say that I deserve heaven just based off of my own humanity. That would be foolishness to seek to claim something which is far, far out of our grasp. We have no right. But because Christ has taken on our flesh, a miraculous thing has happened. That which was not ours has become ours. We are no longer simply the slave. We are the children, and we are mature, able to receive that which is ours. We are heirs of heaven. In taking on our flesh, our blessed Lord was able to cry out as an infant with his simple cries as a child, and later on to be able to speak with his own voice those blessed words, Abba, Father. In crying out in his humanity and divinity, speaking to God as Father, he then is able to look upon us and say, Brother, sister. And because of this, we too can cry out, Abba, Father. And we pray it frequently. And the blessed words our Lord gave us at the request of his, 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 his apostles, the prayer of the Our Father. Frequently, we can cry out to God as Father. Something that would not have been otherwise, that we could not have done otherwise. Unless Christ had been born, it would be blasphemy to call God Father. The scriptures emphasize that when our Lord himself does it. They were shocked. Who is it that makes himself a son of God? 
and yet so we are. This is the reality, that we are made children of a heavenly Father, heirs to an inheritance that we have no right, naturally speaking, to possess. It is something utterly beyond, and as such, it is pure gift. Even as Christians, it ought to be a marvel for us that God has done such wondrous things. Heirs of heaven. In a sense, we could say that ours, because we are heirs, it's our right at this point. It is our right because God has made it so. God has done it, not us. God has made heaven our right as Christians. We deserve entry as children of the Father, entry into the Father's house. But this can be forfeited. Heaven is ours, but it is also ours to lose, and it can be lost. The communion verse today, after you receive Holy Communion, it will be, uh, or while you're receiving Holy Communion, it will be chanted. And interestingly, it's the words spoken from the angel to Joseph. He's to go back. It says, take the child and his mother and go into the land. This is when our Lord had been brought out in exile for fear that Herod would seek to destroy him. And now the angel tells him, go back into the land, take the child and his mother and go. We know that St. Joseph is indeed the foster father of our Lord, the protector of the Holy Family, the keeper of the Christ child, the one who watches over him and allows him to grow in age and wisdom and fullness of grace and in truth. In a similar way, Mother Church speaks to us, oddly enough, in the same words spoken to Joseph. It's for us now to be the protectors of Christ. Not because Christ is fragile, Rather, it's because we are fragile. We have received Christ into our very selves at the holy moment of Holy Communion. It is then that we are to protect and to preserve the gift that we have received. We are to flee from sin, cast off the darkness of our hearts, make sure that we are freed from any occasions of sin, and keep the flame of faith alive, burning within us, the flame that is Jesus Christ. Mother Church gives us this encouragement to protect our blessed Lord as we go back out into the land that is our world, because very easily, if we do not protect him, we can be caught off guard. We can be lost to the ways of the world. And on the day when we would stand before the just judge, he would say in no uncertain terms, I do not know you, rather than, Welcome, brother. Welcome, sister. It's to ensure that those those unfortunate words of I do not know you are spoken to us, the Mother Church gives us this encouragement. Take the child and go out into the land. Keep Christ safely in our hearts. Live what we have received. Allow his life to increase within us. Allow his virtues to increase and to build up within us and to produce much, much fruit then we can surely have certainty of our salvation. Then we can know for sure, without fear, 
that the home of the Father is also ours. So let us place our trust in good St. Joseph, that he, as a keeper of the protector of the child, Jesus will also protect us, his children here on earth, that we might be led to the home of his Father and of ours.